Hello, and welcome to the Robinson ISD Treasure Tuesday podcast, where you will be hearing from our Treasure Tuesday session presenters as they dive deeper into the session content that they have shared during Treasure Tuesday. You will also hear from different guests on a variety of educational topics and instructional tools and resources that help to enhance the classroom learning environment. Be sure to subscribe to the channel in your favorite podcast player so you won't miss an episode and check out all the links and resources that will be provided for you in the show notes below. All right, let's sit back and enjoy the show. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of Treasure Tuesday. Well, you will hear all the amazing things that are going on in our different Treasure Tuesday sessions where I actually go and get personal not too personal, but personal with our Treasure Tuesday presenters. This week, we actually have with us a returning guest uh, that we have been missing here on the podcast. We have Miss Heather Kane. She is a fifth grade. Now, I, I want to say she's changed her profession, just a tab, <laughs> or her content area. So I'll let her explain that to you here in a little bit. But she's going to be talking to us about Flipgrid and all the new and greatest things that are coming out that or that have come out, all the upgrades, and then a little bit about that immersive reader as well. So let's go ahead and welcome Heather Kane. Thank you for being here with us. You're very welcome. Hello. Hello. All right. So tell us, so you are not teaching math Social studies. anymore? I'm just math. Just, oh, you're just math. Just okay. math. All sure. right. Now, see, I know you had my daughter. She loved having you for both. And that was a pretty fun opportunity for her. I know you, yes. every now and then you get to see her in the hallway. I do. I do. Uh, I miss her. Yeah. She, she misses you too. <laughs> misses you too. So how is it teaching just math? Now? It's different. It's different teaching just one subject all day. I miss social studies because I miss a lot of the fun activities that go with social studies, but I'm trying to make math fun. I think I remember your, what was it? Your Lincoln Twitter? Yes. Yes. I I remember that. Mm -hmm. We had Abraham Lincoln tweeting about the Gettysburg address. Yeah. See, I like that. (laughs) Those are type of experiences that she remembers too and talks about all the time. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Keep that going. So we may have to, you know, even bring her back to your math class because boy, I tell you what, math is not her forte right now. That's what we're... (laughs) Bring her back. I'll take her. Her mother is... Yeah, yeah, they're not having too much fun. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, for those out there who don't know anything about Flipgrid, believe it or not, people, Flipgrid is, it, yes, it's everywhere, but it's not in everybody's mind right now. So tell us a little bit about what what is Flipgrid. So the first thing I would describe Flipgrid is a student voice. It's a platform for student voice. So I have found it great with remote learning. I used it long before that, but it's a great place where students can You know, they can share their actual voice by talking to you things. They can show their face and make videos. If they choose not to show their face, they can um, write things out, type things out. And now there's all kinds of app smashing. So you can do multiple things within Flipgrid. But I would say the one or the two words is student voice. That's a place, a platform for that in the classroom. I know that they pride themselves big time on Mm -hmm. that. And we know, of course, since Microsoft has taken them over, there has been so many new uh, updates and new upgrades and everything. And of course that it's free yes. uh, to all educators. That, and they promise the, it will always be free. That so. is what I'm talking about. Of course, <laughs> I mean, millions and billions of dollars that they have. That, right. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Keep it going. So st- uh, student voice. So mm-hmm. what, what are some of the things that Flipgrid has done? Uh, I, I know it was what, August. They had mm-hmm. their big drop and release yes. for everything, right? So they added lots of stuff. I'm sure they had a lot of things in the works. Um, Being a student ambassador, I get to see a lot of things that are coming and maybe try a few out. So they had a lot in the works, but I think remote really pushed things 
fast forwarded things for them. And so they brought a lot of new things like the screen recording feature that we, you know, a lot of us were using different platforms like Screencastify, Loom. They now have that um, available as well. They have a whiteboard feature with lots of different um, backgrounds like grid paper, graph paper, things that teachers were asking for. Like, I need this. And that's what they came out with. So I know that that the screen recorder, mm-hmm. I know that's been a, a pretty huge one. Like you said, uh, we've actually been kind of pushing that, mm-hmm. and especially our teachers towards that. Uh, now, kind of talk a little bit about they can do like annotations yes. on there as well. They can annotate. You can split your screen where you show half your face. I know as teachers, we want the kids to see our face that are remote. So you can split your screen. I mean, you can even do like a three-quarter screen. So it's pretty cool. So you can choose how much of you is seen and how much is like the whiteboard feature. That is, that is pretty cool. I, now, like uh, one of the things I think I saw maybe during the launch was uh, like the different manipulatives mm-hmm. that they can put on there as well. Yes, there's math symbols, which as a math teacher, uh-huh. those are very valuable. They're hard to find, you know, the different math symbols to put on and kids have trouble, you know, there's not a division sign on my keyboard, but they have all those as like stickers. So the kids can throw them in there when they're making, um, you can start typing out and you can throw in those different uh, symbols. They have other ones too, not just math, but science and all kinds of things. That's pretty cool. So Mm -hmm. I like that you mentioned the fact that it isn't just a teacher screen recorder Mm -hmm. that you use it, use it with your students as well. Yes. Yes. Students can use that and it is been great to be able to see their faces or not they can work out math problems i can actually that's the hard part about sometimes not being in person and teaching math i need to see how you're working Mm -hmm. this problem out you can't just say i don't know how to do it i need to see like actual steps and so they can screen record working out an entire problem and then one of the new features is the feedback so then i can watch that video and i can give them feedback on that i can leave a video feedback to them so i can then recreate their Um, problem and work it out I can leave just comment feedback and then even students can feedback so you know that takes some training to make sure that it's Mm -hmm. appropriate feedback but they can kind of like a text feature they can text feedback back and forth to each other on something that's one of the new ones so I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like you said, with the training part, I know that's something that we've been focusing on is that digital citizenship yes. piece with yes. all of our fourth and fifth graders and then trying to work it in with our sixth graders as well. Um, students knowing how to comment mm-hmm. back and forth appropriately yes. online. I mean, they do it on TikTok and all these other things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think I think that's pretty cool. So huh, I haven't messed with the feedback portion yet. So yes, it is. It is out. nice. It's a nice, quick way to be able to respond to a student. Sometimes it's easier for me to respond with like a voice recording or a video than it is to like type everything out and sometimes when you you know just like in an email or a text it's not read the same way you meant Mm -hmm, it to be mm -hmm. so it's better off when you can speak to them exactly i I love that that's that's why sometimes i end up going to the teacher instead of just Mm -hmm. okay i know you said this is their issue in email so bringing that feature to flipgrid like that i think that that is huge Mm -hmm. Uh, i know you then you mentioned the students being able to kind of show and work out they're thinking like that on, you know, right there in Flipgrid. I know that helps as, yes. as for teachers. And I use that in my remote lessons. I have a Flipgrid um, discussion board that I've just left. It's open, all oh. it's the same one. And uh-huh. so when kids have questions, I say, go here. Because um, then I can, they can leave me a video or they can just text me something or they can work it out, you know, and show it to me. And it's an easier way sometimes for me to see their problem. Like okay. they're saying, I don't understand how to do this problem. This is what I did that's a lot easier for me to look at and say, oh, okay, this is what I see. This is what you're doing. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That, that is huge, especially because we hear all the time about how, you know, teachers are being contacted by all the hours of night. Mm-hmm. I think that is huge. Yes. Like, like a little message board, a little is. troubleshooting help board. Do you ever let your in-class students 
help the other students that are remote? I haven't yet, um, but that's a good idea. So I, I know it's hard to trust sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But out there, so you may have to do the what the moderation. It would be good part. because a lot of us, yes, you can moderate so you can mm-hmm. see their comments and stuff before you or videos before you let okay. it let it out. I didn't know about the comment yes. part of moderating. So you can school. you can make sure that's appropriate before it goes out. Um, I know a lot of our teachers right now are actually doing Google Meets with mm-hmm. remote kids while they're teaching in person in class. So it would go right along with that. I like that. Huh. I think you may have just kind of opened up some stuff for yes. our, some of our teachers here. Yes, we'll definitely be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, now I know. So we have the the screen recording. We have the different, uh, gosh, what what the templates or something mm-hmm. that they can put the, around there. Yes. Thanks. So what 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 is that all about? So they that? have frames and all kinds of yeah. Oh, there's a slop. I'm sure Maya found that immediately. Found the yes. yes, my kids love the one that looks like a breaking news. Oh yes. Um, uh-huh. Yes, screen. So I, you know, I think that's you learn a lot about a kid just seeing what they do. You know, the kids that are very basic and they don't do all the stickers and all the other stuff, mm-hmm. and then some that are very quiet and shy in the classroom and really come out in their flip grid because they feel like they're by themselves, especially if you tell them this is moderated. I'm the only one going to see it. You know, sometimes they're more comfortable with that, but there's all kinds of stickers and frames. You can even customize frames. Um, if you go, I talked about the other day on treasure Tuesday, if you go to blog.flipgrid.com, there's a whole blog about how you can create your own frame. So like you could create one that says like Robins and rockets and you can, um, some of them you can do, I know I did for the first day of school, since parents aren't here taking pictures, they could put that frame in their flip grid, take their own selfie. And there's their first day of school picture. Okay. See, so I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm not a flip grid ambassador <laughs> or nothing. Uh, I, I was looking for that. I remember them talking about yes. that and I, I was trying to figure out how are they creating these mm-hmm. frames? Cause I wanted to do one for a new teacher and new yep. staff. But I guess I didn't look far enough. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I didn't come to the right person either. She came and saw the ambassador <laughs> that we have here on campus. So I won't make that mistake again. So I, I think that's pretty, pretty neat that they are able to uh, personalize those things for those kids and mm-hmm. that, that stuff comes out. Uh, what are some of the things uh, I know you had mentioned and talked about the the disco library? Mm-hmm. So so tell us a little bit about, I know they've, that's been around, but they have kind of so, vamped it up Yes, they've really vamped it up. I think it started out with just teachers sharing things. So teachers would upload grids or topics they had done and they do have to get approved by Flipgrid admin and then once they're approved they're out there for everybody to use and I've been using them for a while because I'm all about not reinventing mm-hmm. the wheel mm-hmm. so search you can search by subject age level keywords things like that and then they're all editable so once you like one and you copy it over to your own you can edit anything about it um so now they have partnered with huge companies like Discovery Network NASA Adobe Spark. I mean, they've all, they have partnered with tons, the, you know, Metropolitan Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. And they, those places are now putting things on there that you can use. So there's one that I really want to use. It's, it's Day of Data and it's NASA's. And so every day they put different NASA data that they're oh, finding wow. from space. And then there's activities go with it, or you can just use the data they're giving you and make your own, um, you know, you could have in math, have kids graph it or things like that. So I like that. Lots I mean, of cool stuff. That, and that's real world. That's things that are yes. happening. Yes. And, and connecting. And them. kids like that. Kids yes. really like, they want to feel like, oh, this is real. Like you didn't make this up. Exactly. That's, that's I think sometimes that's what they feel like. They, they do. Feel like, they oh, do. You made this up just for me, just for me to do here. Nope. Right. This, right. This is stuff that actual people are using and making money doing as well. Yes. Uh, yes. When it comes to using facts and using math. You know, that's right. Life, we talked so. about it. You can get $150,000 if you can figure out the next longest prime number. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
It's oh, right now 27 million digits long. 27 million digits. So if you can find the next one, $150,000. I do need some more Ryobi tools. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so. I, I, I might have to go look that up and see what that's all about. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, and I know with, with the, that's really big being able to, like you said, not invent the wheel. Mm-hmm. I think that's especially with the time, the things yes. that are going on right now, yes. uh, being able to quickly find something. Mm-hmm. When it comes to templates, uh, I know that's like a big deal too with uh, with Jamboard and stuff like mm-hmm. that. People trying to find templates and and Google Slides and stuff. I think that that's huge that they yes. came out and finally uh, did something like that. I know you have some uh, that you've uploaded, correct, yes. to mm-hmm. the Disco Library. Yes, I have I think ten on there right now that are used on there, and um, you can go in and even search by like the most popular ones, the ones that have been used the most. And um, I was saying the other day, a lot of times I just Maybe I find one that I literally mm-hmm. just like the person's instructions. I like how they worded the instructions to the kids and I delete everything else and upload my own stuff. But maybe the wording, I'm like, oh, that sounds way better than what I'm doing, right. especially with those remote kids that I cannot be there to clarify for them. I need to be very clear and concise and, um, you know, you can find somebody else that did it better than you. I like that. No, that's Sharon is Karen. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that is. That's right. So I, one another thing, I'm trying to think the shorts. Oh, the shorts. Yes. Short. Oh no, we'll get to Mercy, but okay. the, the shorts. Now that has been, uh, I know, and I know they've named, changed the name on mm-hmm. things too as well, mm-hmm. but the shorts I think has really uh, taken off and yes. people use in so many different ways. Yes. So, so talk a little bit about so that. So the great thing about shorts is that in most Flipgrid videos, you have to approve a email domain. So like we would have to put in our student emails mm-hmm. domain or the t- for them to access it. So that means parents can't necessarily log in. They would have to log in as their student to be able to see anything. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes you want that because you don't want who knows who on the internet getting into your Flipgrid topic. But if you want something to be available to parents or anybody outside of your domain, use shorts because that one you don't have to. And they can only see that video. So within a topic, if you get somebody within a topic or your board, they can kind of navigate their way to others, uh-huh. um, but not in a short. It literally just gives you a link to that one video. The shorts are 10 minutes, so that's one thing you have to remember is you have a maximum of 10 minutes to use, and that's with your screen record or if you're just making a video, anything. It's 10 minutes. So I kind of tell teachers if you're going to use that as uh-huh. your lesson, just remember that. It's going to cut you off. But it is great because I send my newsletters to parents that way. My students make those. They record their video and I can send them that link and all they have to do is click on the link. It takes them right there. So shorts are a great way, especially remote kids. Sometimes they forget to use their student. (laughs) You know, they don't log in as their student. And then, you know, the parents are saying we can't get into it. It's because they're not using the right email. So sometimes shorts is the easiest way to do that. And so that right there, so that's what you're using with your screencasting. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it has all the different camera features. that are. It has everything. It still has all the stickers, the backgrounds, the effects, the whiteboard that you can split screen you know and have yourself it has all of those same features it literally has everything you need right there and i think it's been great too because sometimes we've sent parent videos on Mm -hmm. like how to log into this or how to help your child with this and the parent's going to log in with their parent gmail they're not going to log in with the student so that's the way to do it so that they can see it i like that all in one platform all in one place you're doing other things on as well And one thing about the shorts though is they cannot comment they can't leave feed they can't like they can't a topic video they can make their own video they cannot do that in the short so you do have to remember that a short is literally going to just be a video for them to view 
unless you download it and then upload it into a topic and then they can leave gotcha. comments or videos. Okay. All right. So. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good to know. Yeah. That's good yeah. to know that. So I, I, I like the shorts. I'm glad that they added that, yes. that feature, especially for teachers who just want to jump in there and record mm-hmm. something super quick uh, to put out there. Even students, they have uh, mm-hmm. access to they shorts sure as do well. Yep. Okay. They do. I like that. They can make their little mini movies and things. They like love that. it. I know my, I used to love doing that. Oh yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and she taught me about the whole pausing and, all this other stuff, oh, Maya is a master and... of the pausing, changing the scene, and pushing play again. Yes, was, she's that's she's good at stuff, that. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. All right, so immersive reader. I know you were you're getting into that. Uh, I know with with when it comes to accessibility and mm-hmm. all the different things that we have out there. Where does immersive reader rank? Uh, I guess when it comes to all the different features for Flipgrid, it's. Phenomenal. For your students that need that, need that being, it literally will read everything to them. It will read the instruction to them. It will have the closed captioning. I mean, if you want it, you can even print out your closed captioning of your Flipgrid videos. If you want just the, like the script basically, Uh Mm -hmm. and then it will read that too as well. So, um, but the instructions, it has a little blue button. It's very obvious as to what it is. Got a little microphone on it and a little book. You click on it. But the great part about that is as the teacher, when you set up your board or topic, whatever it is, you can select how that immersive reader plays out for the student. So whether it reads line by line where it blacks everything out except for the line it's reading, which is great for some of those dyslexic kids that need to focus in on one area. Um, You can change the speed of how slow or fast it reads. You can change if it's a male or female voice reading to them. And then I think, I, you know, I haven't taught ELAR in a long time, but when I did, there's even portions that will highlight the nouns in a certain color, the verbs in a certain color. So I'm thinking my mind's racing of how cool would that be to mm-hmm. like highlight all the nouns and it, and it can just highlight them, say all purple. And then you could ask your kids, what are highlight, what parts of speech are highlighted right yes. now? You know, and then, or it will label them. You can choose for it to label and it will say, this is a noun, this is a verb. This is, so it's, it's got endless possibilities. It will, um, do, um, Pull out the words into syllables so you can see. So oh. if you're talking syllables, you can click this button and every word is broken apart into all its syllables. So oh. I can see endless from kindergarten to 12th yes. grade. How yes. you can use that. I, especially like, okay, like, yeah. So if they are tasked with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, them recording themselves and then going back and seeing if they use the correct yes. uh, verbiage and things in there. I like that. Okay. I know. Not it's just a cool. reflection tool, but actually, oh my goodness gracious. Immersive yes. reader. Okay. So I know we've been dealing with this in, in other aspects. I've used it in other forms uh, and sometimes a little bit on Flipgrid, but then think about all the other different possibilities, especially right. that are built in right there. Right. So uh, you can use it for those students. kids that have like accommodations or modifications, but then you can also use it as a teaching tool within mm-hmm. the classroom as well. Mm-hmm. I like that. Everybody have to do, do a whole just segment on just immersive I reader. I knew you could. And it's in itself. So that's yes, pretty neat. you could. <laughs> Man. So what what other things uh, from your session? I know you covered a lot of things. What? So what? let's leave us with one of the, I guess, one of the things that you really want people to make sure that they know and understand when it comes to all the new uh, updates and things that Flipgrid has done. Two things I think, well, there's a lot, but... I'll focus on two that I feel like are really important for you to look, take the time to look at the discovery library, because right now we need all the help we can get. And that is amazing. There's so many things on there that you can use. It would take you three minutes to click and copy it and assign it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then collections for me, now that I've been using this for like three or four years, I have tons of stuff and I like it all organized. I need my folders and my folder within my folder. Mm -hmm. And for a while, Flipgrid did not have that. Now it's there. So like if I go into the discovery library and I find things maybe on a Saturday, I'm just kind of sitting around and looking, oh, that's cool. But that lesson isn't four months from now. 
you can literally just like it kind of like Pinterest or something and put it into a, so you can make a folder for math or social studies or whatever. And you can just very quickly put them in there and I can look at it three months from now. I don't have to, you know, it saves it for me and then I can go back to it later. So I would look at collections because that is new, a new way to organize. Um, It'll automatically put any videos you do in a collection for you. And then huh. any that you find that you like, you want to lose, use later, you can you, you can organize how you want. So that and the discovery library, That's definitely name. Look like, at those. like like a little playlist. Uh, it is like stuff. a playlist. My yes. goodness. Okay, that that is pretty cool. I totally forgot about that one. Um, I remember you talking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was I'll be honest. I was kind of double dipping two different uh, 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 treasure chests going on. Everybody right now, aren't just, we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Just trying to keep up, but that that is pretty awesome. I love that collection part. Yes. Then we'll have to explore. Well. I, just, I tell you what, you have always brought the greatness with you when you come and talk to us about Flipgrid. And like I said, Flipgrid seems to be something that's ever growing and mm-hmm. ever going to keep going. So uh, it's going to keep going. And so I know that we're going to continue these conversations. And I would love for you to have you back so we can talk about maybe each individual piece maybe one day sure. uh, on here. So so thank you very much for very your time today. I know you're a very busy lady here, uh, here at Robinson ISD, but continue to help and grow and serve our students. So thank you very much. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank y'all. We will catch you guys at the next Treasure Tuesday podcast. Thank you for listening to today's Treasure Tuesday podcast. And make sure that you check out the show notes below for any information that was shared during today's podcast. And also make sure to subscribe to this channel so that way you are able to catch all the upcoming episodes in the Robson ISD Treasure Tuesday podcast.